Hey, welcome to Whitefields Community Church Sermon Extra. Great to have you with us once again this week. I'm here with Pastor Nick Cady, who is a pastor of Whitefields Community Church here in Longmont, Colorado. And we are currently right in the middle of our series called Pilgrim's Progress, and we're looking at Peter's letters, First and Second Peter, to to all the Christians living out there in the in the Roman Empire under, of course, the thumb of Caesar Nero at the time. And and uh, we we dived into chapter three, the end of chapter three, and into chapter four, and and we had a bunch of interesting verses this week that we just want to take a look at. And you know, one of the things we kind of do, Whitefields Community Church, we go through the Bible verse by verse, chapter by chapter, and and when you get to these kind of verses, sometimes you're like, well, I don't know, maybe we'll skip over these. But we did not, and uh, if you missed our sermon on Sunday, uh, go over to whitefieldschurch.com and you can download that and you will see what I mean. But uh, So this week we got into some interesting uh, passages that even in your sermon you quoted uh, Martin Luther saying, you know, the great theologian Martin Luther, like, I have no clue yeah. what it says. <laughs> And so, so we get there. I think it's verse nineteen is the first one in which he went to proclaim the spirits, uh, proclaimed to the spirits in prison because they formerly did not obey. And then in verse four, uh, for this is why, um, for verse six. Sorry, chapter four, verse six. For this is why. Um, the gospel was preached even to those who are dead, that though judged in the flesh the way people are, they might live in the spirit the way uh, God does. So we wanted to just kind of, so you weren't able to kind of dive into some of the other points of view on this particular passage. Yeah, so on, on both of these verses, there are multiple interpretive, you know, viewpoints uh, that people have held historically and still now kind of debate. Now, again, these are really secondary in the sense of like, Nobody's going to fight a war over these. They're just, some people have different viewpoints on them. Um, I shared on Sunday morning, I shared just kind of my my main view on what these verses mean. But uh, I thought it would be interesting in this video to kind of go into what some of the other interpretations are. So in 1 Peter chapter 3, verse 19, like you said, where it says that Jesus, um, by the Spirit, after he had been put to death in the flesh, he went and proclaimed to the spirits in prison. There's three main views on this. I shared one of them, so I won't repeat that now. Um, but the other views are interesting, and they're, they're worth considering. So one other view is that like we talked about in the view I shared, um, Jesus, between his death and resurrection, descended into Sheol, or the netherworld, right? So the dwelling place of spirits who are awaiting Judgment Day. Um, but that he spoke, those spirits who were in prison, I said they were spirits who were in, um, they were in Sheol, Abraham's bosom and Hades. But um, there's another view on that, that these specifically are the um, demons who are kept in a special prison, which, again, we have no precedent for that in the Bible, which is why I don't really hold that view, meaning that they're kept in a special prison. But there is actually a precedent for demons being held in prison, and it comes from Second Peter. So in Second Peter, Peter talks about demons who are imprisoned or who are being held captive for a certain reason. So a lot of people who hold this view go back to the story of Noah in Genesis chapter 6, and there's this very obscure passage about um, the sons of God looking upon the daughters of men, and a lot of people who read that have said the sons of God refers to angels. In this case, these would be fallen angels who fornicated with uh, human women and produced what are called Nephilim, meaning the sons of Nephil. 
Um, and these, uh, these Nephilim were some sort of titans or great giants or something like that. It's really hard to know because not a lot is told to us. But people are trying to put the pieces together. Uh, the, you know, the real strength of this view that sees these as demons who are held captive uh, does come from Second Peter talking about demons being held captive. So it's possible. Um, it also, you know, goes along with an interpretation of what the Nephilim were, that they're the product of, um, you know, demons sleeping with human women, producing this race of creatures of some sort. Um, there's another way of looking at that passage in Genesis, which is also very popular, um, and which would say that the sons of God and the daughters of men are not demons and human women, but they are rather the descendants of Seth, which was the godly line, the people who called out to God in the time of Seth, mixing or intermarrying with ungodly people, which would also fit with the narrative of Genesis. That's a really important key factor. So that's that's one of the views on chapter 3, verse 19. Another very common view, uh, very widely held view as well, is that uh, when it says that Jesus went in the time, uh, went and preached to the spirits who are now in prison, um, who did not obey in the time of Noah, the other view is this, that Jesus preached through Noah to those people in that time. And that's how they explain this. That they would say, this isn't saying that Jesus went into Sheol and preached to spirits, but rather that um, Jesus was preaching through Noah. And that's, they just leave it at that. And the, the precedent they would use for that is to say, like, in Ephesians, there's this, there's this reference in the Bible to Jesus preaching to the Ephesians. Now, Jesus never went to Ephesus, never preached to the Ephesians. Essentially, it's saying that Jesus preached through Paul to the Ephesians. And so that's kind of where they get that idea that maybe that's what Peter's talking about. So there's your three views. The one I shared where he's preaching to spirits in Sheol, both those in Abraham's bosom and those in Hades or hell. The view that uh, this is referring to a specific group of demons who were involved in this uh, grotesque thing during the time of Noah. And then the other view that it simply means that Jesus was preaching through Noah back in that time, as Hebrews 11 tells us that Noah was a preacher of righteousness. Okay, now the other verse, verse chapter 4, verse 6, which says that the gospel was preached even to those who are dead, um, so that they might uh, having you know been judged in the flesh as all people are, they might live to God. The view I shared is that this these two verses go together, and they show that Jesus preached uh, to deceased spirits uh, who were in Sheol, and you know the one group and the other group. So, the other view on this is that this simply means that Jesus preached through human preachers, kind of the same vein as the Noah verse, but that. Um, those who are the souls of the dead. He's speaking of people who are now dead who heard the gospel before they died. In other words, like people who were Christians and by the time Peter's writing this have now passed away that um, Peter's referring to those people who heard the gospel and the idea of Jesus preaching to them uh, goes along with the verse that comes later in verse 11, where it says, whoever speaks, speak as one who speaks the oracles of God. And the idea there being that Jesus speaks through us to other people. Uh, to me, I think that's jumping through a few too many kind of uh, interpretive hoops. 
uh, I think it's, you know, I think in general, when it comes to interpretation, we want to go with the most obvious meaning. Um, and this is going off of the idea of what we call perspicuity of Scripture, which means that the Scriptures can and are able to be understood by us with our natural human faculties. So would you, would you, you know, if somebody is watching or listening to this, you know, what would your 30,000-foot view then of, of this particular, you know, in light of all that we looked at, of what Peter, what was his kind of overarching theme then, do you think, for, for mentioning what he did in this particular passage? I think he's mentioning it totally as an aside in both mm-hmm. cases. I think, um, well, I'll talk about the first verse first. I think it, that is an aside. It's really just something he kind of throws in there. His point is to talk about baptism. Right. And so whatever we come to about, you know, who these spirits were and et cetera, his point is to talk about baptism and how the flood is a picture of baptism in the sense that the flood washed away sin and immorality in the time of Noah and brought about a new start before God, that that's what baptism signifies in us, that, that that's what God has done in us. Now, in the other verse, in chapter 4, verse 6, his point is rather just to say this. There's a difference between uh, the flesh and the spirit. He's very much echoing some things that Paul says in Romans chapter 6 about um how in Christ we die with Christ and are resurrected. So Jesus' death and resurrection are not just historical events, but they are present reality that we experience as we are become one with Christ. Yeah, and that was kind of the thrust of the whole sermon, of course, is that resurrected life. And, and, and for, for us, I think that's the kind of the overarching theme that we can take, take away, resurrected life because of what Christ has done for us. And I just loved, loved the end of, uh, of verse 11, just in order that everything God may be glorified through Jesus Christ, to him be long glory and dominion forever and ever. Amen. Which is a great way to... to, to finish that all out with that sermon. So if you missed it, whitefieldschurch.com, get over there and uh, download it and uh, dive into what we were looking at on Sunday morning. Just great, great passages. We just kind of go through the scriptures, you know, chapter by chapter, verse by verse. And we just look at what God has shared with us through through his word. And we, we you know, we chew on it and, uh, you know, and whatever the spirit, you know, brings to us, you know, we try and share with that with you as well. And uh, we hope you enjoyed this particular episode. And if you have any questions or comments that you would uh, share those with us and we'd love to reply to those we're on google play and apple play and whatever plays are out there spotify all the fies you know we're up there we're all over the internet you can find us and get connected uh, subscribe tell your friends about us like it if you like the podcast and things of course it gets better traction on the internet and it gets out uh further and, rate and uh, review yeah yes. rate and review yeah we'd love to hear it and just more people can be edified by what we're trying to do here and so we pray god bless you this week and we look forward to seeing you again